We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, and, and that's why I say, like, I didn't think we played uh, play particularly well, but I loved how we responded in the fourth quarter. And I thought that, that, that said a lot about who we are, I think. Uh, the bench was, they were hustling, fly, flying all over the place, and that, that closed the gap and gave us the hope that, okay, we can, we can get this done. And then when the starters came back, they fed off that energy. And so finding a way to win when you're not playing at your best is, is huge, and that's the bottom line, is, is just find ways to win, and I think our team is doing that. Hayden Freed, what's going on, Hayden? At least Doc isn't our coach, the small things. I, Doc, Doc's, Doc's an NBA champion. Doc's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Doc's got whatever he's got, 900 some odd wins. I don't know how many wins he has. A lot of wins. Um, consistent, consistent regular season performer throughout his career has been nearly as consistent in terms of playoff disappointments. Then again, you know, He's never, he hasn't had the squad since Boston. Never really had the squad with those Clipper teams. Um, I don't, Andrew's texting me. Doc Rivers is a loser. Stop it. Doc Rivers is not a loser. You know, the, the Philly, you know, you put, do you put last year on Doc? I don't know. I kind of put it up more on Embiid and Harden. I think Doc's a pretty good coach. Wouldn't shock me in the least if Doc Rivers led the Bucks to a championship. Truly. <clears throat> uh, thanks, Hayden. Chris Carter with another one. I feel like the Randall spin move into traffic gets stripped 50% of the time. Why does he keep doing that? You'd have to ask him, man. I have no idea. That's like, that's like, that's like, you know, one of the great mysteries of the universe. It's right up there with, is there a God? Why are we here? You know, why, why isn't, why isn't bourbon good for you? I wish I had the answers to these questions. I don't, sadly. Thank you, Chris. Drazov, what's going on, Drazov? Thank you for the generous contribution. <clears throat> um, I owe the family a few for missing the past several post games. Ah, that's very silly. It, listen, come for one out of 82. We appreciate you being here, man. Consider my debt paid Don Macri. 
<laughs> now, if only I could bribe someone to change that Nets court. I didn't even notice the court. Did they have the, the cartoon court tonight? I honestly didn't notice. I'm so bad with that stuff. Um, it's a terrible in arena experience. I, I, I hope he doesn't mind me doing this. So, so Fred was, was texting tonight, just absolutely lambasting the in-game experience at the Barclays center. Uh, I'm not going to say what he said. I'll, I'll ask him on the next pod that he's on, which I think is this week. I don't know. Andrew could tell me um, that it was just, and then the other beat guys were, I think Popper was tweeting about it, that it was just incredibly loud and like, over, like just completely over the top. And like the sight lines aren't great there. Um, it's a shitty, it's like, again, it's like, I know Continental Airlines Arena wasn't anything great. This is bad. You know, it's 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 bad. It's bad. I mean, I, nah. I don't think they're going anywhere. But is it fair to say that the Brooklyn experience that the Brooklyn experiment has been a failure? It's up for debate. Thanks, Drazoff. Appreciate you coming back. I hope everything's good with the uh, with everything. Dom, Dom Cappuccini with another one. I hate the process. I love the win. Keep sacking d- dubs against uh, who they should beat and surprise others when we can until reinforcements come. I hope iHeart is back soon. Silver lining. I hear Precious plays up versus Miami. Well, I mean, he obviously was with Miami for his rookie year. They drafted him. Obviously, they did not think enough of him to keep him out of the Kyle Lowry signing trade. Kyle Lowry, of course, is now gone. It's the other thing we haven't talked about tonight. Uh, Miami, I don't know if Rozier is going to wind up making his debut for the Heat in that game. Maybe he'll make it before then. I don't know. Um, I think Rozier makes them better. Um, but yeah, I I hope Precious plays up to them. Like it's interesting player, man. You know, took that above the break three in the fourth. I think it was in the fourth quarter. <laughs> didn't necessarily love that. Um, I know we got nine rebounds tonight. I don't don't love them on the glass. There's something there. There's something there. I'm intrigued. I want to see more. I want to see more. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious. That's all. Curious. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Armand Bernadjudge. Uh, I was going to get that right one of these days. Randall is a ticking time bomb. He's a playoff giveaway waiting to happen. Maybe the most frustrating player I've ever rooted for. Appreciate the work you guys do. Listen, you're just being honest there. There's nothing wrong with that. I Two playoff experiences for him. First one, they like game planned for it keyed in on him in a way that he was not keyed in on him, uh, keyed in on the entire season. He got flustered. He did not live up to the moment. It was bad. Last playoffs, I think that dude was really hurt. And I think he was starting to come out of it. And then he got hurt again. And 
that's and I'm going to give him another pass this time around. If you're healthy, man, this is what's we get. Let's go. Okay, let's go. It's no more. No more doors. So. I still have faith. I still have faith in playoff Randall. We'll see if I have egg on my face. Come come May. If we get to that far. Thanks, Armand. And thank you for the kind words. Don with another one. Prediction. Julius is an all-star injury fill-in. Who's he filling in for? Who's he filling in for? I mean, right now... Hold on. I'll pull it up. Um... Like the Boston guys are all healthy. The Bucks guys are healthy. Mitchell's healthy. Like Embiid, you think Embiid's gonna? I don't think Embiid's gonna set the game. I think Embiid Embiid's making an MVP push. Maxi's healthy. The Heat guys, if the Heat guys get in, they'll they're fine. Benchero's obviously gonna play if he gets in. Trey will play if he gets in. Um, Barnes will play if he gets in. Basically, you're counting on Halliburton getting getting a starter nod and then uh, not being able to play, but he's Halliburton's getting reevaluated on Saturday. So, I mean, if he's out until the all-star break, that's, that's a bigger deal for Indiana. Cause that's, they need to fight and scrap and claw just to stay in the, the play, the playoff race and not drop into the play which they might do anyway, but we'll see. Thanks Tom. Uh, Hushu, um, Dinwiddie acting like a man child is so funny. Trash player got his karma. Anyways, I hope we get someone soon. The Heat look very good. Think the Heat got better today. Think the Heat got better today. I would still, I want to, I would not mind. I, I, uh, not mind. I think we could beat that team. Not saying I think we will beat that team. I think we can beat that team. Even with Rozier. Oh man, I want to get another chance. Really want to get another chance at them. Thanks, Hush. And did what he sucks. Gabriel Davis. Did you notice Dante DiVincenzo looked frustrated when he was benched in the fourth? I wonder if that's a brewing issue, explains his relative slump. I can't blame him. Rhythm player. I don't I don't think I don't think you have to worry about that. Um I think DiVincenzo was, was probably more frustrated at himself than anything else. And maybe, I don't know if he was frustrated coming out of the game, but like, whatever. He like, I'm not worried about DiVincenzo. And like, again, we're talking about slump, like the most relative of all slumps. Not worried about DiVincenzo. Um, but I did, I did notice what you're talking about. I'm just not worried. Thanks, Gabriel. Hajju, a backup to Randall. PJ Washington, I'd like, yeah, no. They're not going to get a backup four. They got their backup four. His name is OG Ananobi. That's part of the... There were so many benefits to getting OG Ananobi. Part of it is you now have your true backup four. It moves Hart to the to the, to the the three full-time. Hart didn't want to play the backup four. He made it very clear he didn't want to play the backup four. And now he doesn't have to play the backup four. So there you go. <laughs> Hey, Shitferg, what's going on? How you doing, my man? Um, welcome back, Robert. Missed you, bro. We need to give Tibbs some grace. Still trying to figure out what he's got on the bench. Precious did show us something tonight. We're still tended to after that trade. Relax. 
I think relax is good. I mean, again, tended to after the trade. They got the freaking here. I'll, I'll do, I did the advanced stats check on the on the season for the last twelve games. The Knicks have the second best net rating in the league. They have the thirteenth best offense in the league, but at a number that's actually higher. It's just so weird. When they made the trade, they were tenth in offense. 117.0 today, 117.1, but they've actually fallen to 13th. It's just very weird. And defense are the best defense in the league since the trade. Let me say that again. They're the best defense in the league since the trade. Like that's that's obviously that's coaching. Um you know, and he's doing it like ima- imagine like best defense in the NBA since the trade, doing it with Jalen Bronson, Julius Randle, one center. Who's a career backup? Now we just even have that guy. You know, it's like I think I think he deserves a little grace. Amen to you, uh, Haitian. Sam Garcia, let's take ten seconds to laugh at the Nets. <laughs> come on, guys, karma, karma. I don't want karma to come back and bite me in the ass. <laughs> oh man. I man, I they better fucking sweep the Nets this year. Even one loss to this team will be very painful. I hope by the time here's here's what would be really nice is if the Nets had a fire sale between now and the deadline. If their uh if their uh, front office had a come to Jesus moment, which they absolutely should, and trade off these guys for whatever they could get. And uh those last two games were were less strenuous. <clears throat> Thanks, Sam. Dom with one more. Dom, you're crazy. Last one. You famous last words. You, Jeremy, and KFS Substack chat almost had me bought into the idea of Bruce Brown. After tonight, I think I'd prefer a full-time ball handler rather than part-time. The Brown thing, it, it sounds like there's other teams that are really in the running. I... He's played backup point guard before. He's a good basketball player. He's probably a better, like, top to bottom basketball player than any of these other guys we're talking about. Maybe with the exception of Clarkson. I really do like Clarkson. Um, he's sturdy, though, right? He's sturdy. Like, Bruce Brown will make them a better basketball team. I feel very confident in saying that. I. There are issues. We know what the issues are. (laughs) The spacing is just, how do you survive it during those segments of the game? But then again, we're talking, what are we talking about here? We're talking about, well, we got to get better from the current backup situation. Well, shit. You don't think that you could get better than this? Because right now, like, look, right now, really think about this. Right now, yeah, Quentin Grimes out there in these backup units for 10 minutes a game or whatever it is. 10, 12 minutes a game. Like Grimes is out there. Do do does anybody feel like Grimes floor spacing is making a difference right now? To those backup units? Helping them stay above water? I don't. Like I and this is gonna sound like a knock on Quentin Grimes. It's not, but like Bruce Brown's a better basketball player than Quentin Grimes today. And maybe moving forward. Bruce Brown's a little older, but whatever. So the notion that like that's why you don't trade for him 
<laughs> but but again, we're not just talking about those backup minutes. We're talking about minutes where Bruce Brown's going to play also with starters, and then that's where his the spacing issues do do hurt you maybe a little bit more. Can he make up for it in other ways? Like Josh Hart does when Josh Hart is going right, which he has not always been going right this year. I don't know. I don't know. I would not hate it if they got Bruce Brown. I'll tell you that. Thanks, though. Dr. Funkenstein. Legit first time, long time. Thank you for uh, chiming in. Um, Welcome aboard. Down with a cold and wanted to say thanks for all the great work y'all do. Tuned in during the third and assume we'd blow it. Let's fucking go next. Yeah, I when did I have the worst feeling about this game? Um I had a really bad feeling about the game when they opened the third the way they did in the first few minutes of the third. Did not like what I saw then. Had a bad feeling. And then you know what I thought was a big shot? Um fuck, when was it? I should have written this down. I don't even know if it was in the fourth quarter. It might have been at the end of the, during the third. Uh, Lonnie Walker hit a big three. It was a step back three. I'm fairly certain it was the fourth quarter. And like we were just, we, we had hit a big shot right before that. And it felt like we had closed the gap a little bit. And then Walker hit a three. And I was like, man, that's a timely three. And I had doubt. I had a doubt, doubt then. And then when the Nets took the lead late, I uh, before the before the Julius three when they were up by two, I was like, "Ooh, don't know if Brunson has it here." And I would doubt. So I doubted this game three separate times. Anyway, thanks for chiming in. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you following along the whole thing. Dom Cappuccini. Either way, that'll be the guy that we get. I bet. If I was going to bet on it right now. If I was going to bet on it right now, I would bet that they would end up with Bruce Brown. Sure. Let's do that. I That's fair. Thanks, Tom. Ahmad Khalil, we won this game at the free throw line. Thank you for saying as much. Um, I believe, I believe the only free throw the Knicks missed all night was that last one by Jalen Brunson. That is correct because they hit 16 to 17 from the line. It was just the last free throw from Brunson. Meanwhile, the Nets only got to the line five times. Good job by the Knicks defense not fouling. I got I, I didn't think the Knicks defense was bad. I mean, they held the Nets to 103 points. That's good. Um it was honestly, I, I mean, again, he won them the game, so you give him a pass, but like I thought I thought Julius they really made it a point to get Julius involved in a lot of those actions and have Julius be the last line of defense on a lot of these threes. Um and that was not great. It wasn't all on Julius, to be very clear. It was not all on Julius Randall. But I, I thought he was the most, the biggest culprit for those. And I, you know, so I don't know how the hell I got into talking about three pointers. But yeah, thanks, Amon. Andrew P. Side question on the heels of last night: What is your updated opinion on the world of Cat at the five now that OG is in town? Is the path more clear? Uh, 
I I don't want to be in the Carl Anthony Towns business. I would rather I would rather stick with the good defensive center for 48 minutes and go trade for Donovan Mitchell. I think that would be my preference. And then, you know, you you stagger those guys. Obviously, you're going to close the game with Mitchell and Brunson together, but you stagger those guys. Um, who knows what happens with Julius at that at that point? Maybe there's a maybe there's another move. I know we've Julius won them a game tonight, but like trading for Towns and then playing him at the five. I don't, man. Means J, that means Brunson's your one and and Carl Anthony Towns is your five. That's just that's that's so brutal. That's so brutal to try to build a cohesive defense with that those guys as your one and your five. To say nothing of if they keep Randall, I I I just don't think you could do it. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks, Andrew. Like some of this, I'm sorry. Just some of the stuff coming out of last night, like about how they approached down the stretch, and like the Timberwolves guys, like getting all juiced up at halftime, and like let's get Cat the ball down the stretch, and like, I mean, the dude was essentially benched. In the, how, how many players in NBA history have been benched in the fourth for part of a fourth quarter in which they had 60 points in the game? Like, and like that, co- the co- Chris Finch's comments after the game, he spoke volumes. Like, I. I, I don't know. I I I would talk myself into it because I, I I could th- I could convince myself of a lot of bullshit. I don't want Carl Anthony Towns. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. 
With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the Specials League. For example, on any given night, take Jalen Brunson over in points, Julius Randle over in rebounds, or OG Ananobi over in steals. Then combine it with two NFL props, like Patrick Mahomes over in passing yards, Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards, or Christian McCaffrey over in touchdowns. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offer weekly promotions that could lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Drazov. Knicks are 2-0 when OG starts, and I make a glass of chocolate milk during the game, by the way. I'll make the sacrifice for the greater good. Please do. I had two cups of hot chocolate tonight. I had one that was the cup that my wife kindly made for me and my older daughter as we did some uh, math homework. And the second is the cup that my younger daughter did not want, and I had like three hours after the fact. So it was cold chocolate by then. It was very good. Chocolate milk and hot chocolate, hot or cold, are underrated. Those are it's a delicious treat. Please continue to make hot chocolate or chocolate milk. It's a public service announcement. Frank Miranda, where you been, buddy? What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Just reminded me, we need another town hall. This team is really dangerous. The OG trade was a necessity. If they can get a Brogdon level player, how about how about just Brogdon? This team is going to be going to the Eastern Conference Finals. The buyout market will be a factor. Um, I'd be okay with uh, Brogdon. Fine with that. Um, Brogdon type. I don't know how many Brogdon types there are out there, but like, yes. Are they a threat to make the Eastern Conference Finals if they get if they nail the right trade? Absolutely, absolutely. The buyout market. Um. I don't know if you brought it up because of the Lowry thing. I would. I'm dubious. I'm dubious that the Knicks are going to get Lowry. I, I'm also. I, look, I know it would be a buyout. I, are we sure Lowry's not done? Like you guys know me. I'm I'm old school guy. Love the old school players. Love the vets. Love me a good vet. Do, do the right things. All that shit. As an offensive player, is Lowry done? He can still defend. He can still make the right play. I I don't know if he gives them enough juice for what this backup unit needs. Uh, I don't know if that's the guy you're talking about. If there's somebody else, I'm. There's nobody else that is on really my backup, my buyout radar, other, other than Gordon Hayward. Now Gordon Hayward. That's a little bit more interesting to me. I could. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. I like Hayward. I, not as a. Um, say that. He's a interesting fellow by all accounts, but I like him as a basketball player. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Lucas jumped out of my chair when the big sneeze Achua slipped for that late dunk. It was a great slip. 
It was great. Fun ending to the game, man. Fun ending to the game for sure. Um, thanks, Lucas. The big sneeze. I like that. Jason M. Let's cut Sims and Chew with some slack. They are third string centers. Completely. Completely. Totally. I they they did enough tonight. They did enough. They were better than I ever thought they could be. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Rob Delusma, what's up, JM and our man Andrew? No Andrew tonight, it's APJP, but he, he's he's listening, I'm sure. JM brunts him brings me so much Anita Baker joy type vibes. Much love, man. Let's get another baller on this squad. They will get another baller on this squad, Rob. I promise you that they are making another trade before the deadline. I would be utterly shocked if they did not. I don't know anything. I'd be shocked if they didn't, though. And maybe a trade. And a buyout guy. How about that? Maybe both. Now, if they did that, probably Grimes, Grimes gone, Deuce out of the rotation. That'd be the worst thing in the world. The Deuce looked again. Deuce was played poor minutes tonight. He might be important for this team moving forward. I do not think for one second that they plan on playing him in playoff games. So, does that mean you're going with a man rotation? Assuming you make a trade for somebody, or maybe you get a, a buyout too. Thanks, Rob. Mark Sable, what's going on, Mark? <clears throat> Great to hear from you. Coming into the chat late, but can I request a Jeremy dance into in <laughs> the dance club? We are undefeated when it's played on post game shows. So it's APJP isn't here tonight. Uh, so I, I don't think, or excuse me. GMAC is not here tonight. APJP is here. I don't think he has the dancing clip. I unfortunately, um, I was just thinking to myself that I'll I'll do the dance, but that I'm not going to do that. It's not going to happen. Sorry. Good sentiment though. Red Sarachek, thanks for the thoughtful reply. Let's shut down Seventh Avenue. That's it. You always used to end with the let's shut down Seventh Avenue. <laughs> I would love that. One of these days. One of these days. Hopefully. Thanks, Rod. Kevin with another one. Now on a 50-win pace. Hashtag 53 wins. Three games up on the play-in. Oh, we didn't do a standings check-in. I'll do a quick standings check-in. So, <clears throat> Pacers lost to Denver. Played Denver tough. Played Denver very tough. Uh, OKC barely beat Portland. How about that? My God, the Pelicans put up 153 on the Jazz. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, standing check-in. Cavs, uh, six and a half back at 26 and 15. Knicks, seven games back at 27 and 17. Knicks have played three more games than the Cavs, which I feel like that's notable. I feel like that's notable like the, because... If it's going to start catching up with like the Knicks have had the the Knicks have played such a condensed schedule. They have, the Knicks have played forty four games thus far this season, and then you look at these other teams. Knicks have played forty four games. Cavs have played forty one. Sixers have played forty two. Bucks have played forty three. Heat have played forty three. Pacers have played forty four. So. The Knicks have played as many games as anybody in the league, and God knows they played a bunch more road games. Um, anyway, so Knicks seven back, Heat nine and a half back now. So the so the Knicks are are 
three or two and a half games up on the Heat. Man, if they would be able to win this upcoming game against Miami. That'd be nice. They could somehow get that. Oh, goodness. That'd be that'd be sweet. And then as you mentioned, Pacers 10 back. So the Knicks three up on the seventh spot and four up on the eighth spot. The Magic are 11 back. And then you got the Bulls, Hawks, uh, Sad Sack, Nets, Nets, and the uh, Raptors. Thanks, Kev. Oh, boy. Fred Katz, this is apparently the first of a few. Would you cut off your foot for Tibbs? If he asked me to, yes. Fred Katz again. Let me rephrase, John. Please don't cut off your foot for Tibbs. Again, I'm here to serve. Ask me to jump. I say hi. That's what kind of guy I am. So there you go. Fred Katz, one more. Whose foot would you not cut off for Tibbs? Uh, my wife's, my two daughters, my mother, my mother's husband, John. That's, uh, I mean, any Nick player who Tibbs would not approve me cutting off their foot. That's probably it. I think that's it. I'd certainly cut off your foot. I cut off both of your feet. I'd cut off both of your feet just for fuck's sake. Not even because Tibbs asked me to. Thanks, Fred. Andrew Claudio, please don't cut off my foot for tips. Well, I mean, listen. I don't see, I don't think you need your feet to produce the show. So, I mean, just throwing that out there. Thank you, Andrew. Rob Delusma, I might cut off my pinky toenail for tips, Macri. Uh, pinky toenail. That would be painful. That would be painful. I wouldn't like that. I don't like any. I don't like any of this. This is all like I've I've never seen a Saw movie, but this feels like very Saw level stuff. Thank you, Rob. Sam L. We're I guess we're off the topic of cutting off appendages now. On the topic of Julius being one of one, Zach Randolph is always the guy I think of. A physical specimen got a bad rep trying to be a number one on a bad Portland team. Went to Memphis and grew into a winner and a fan favorite. Um. <clears throat> Interesting because I think there was some there was more off court stuff with not maybe not off court stuff with Zach, but like he was so volatile on the court with the text and everything. But the, I mean, Julius is volatile in a different way. It's I mean, it's, look, it's not the worst. It's a good comp. There's something about. Well, like when I think of him in his Memphis days, and granted, I was not watching every Memphis Grizzlies game once he went to Memphis, but like he steadied, which I think I think is what you're saying, right? Went went to Memphis, grew into a winner and a fan favorite, but it's because he steadied himself. He he he, he like he became less volatile. I would actually argue even with the Knicks, like. Zach Randolph was good with the Knicks. Zach Randolph came to the Knicks and did everything the Knicks asked him to do. 
<clears throat> like he was good. And then they just needed to move him for the for the pursuit of LeBron. Uh like he kind of just like matured. With Randall, there is a fundamental aspect to him where it's like, oh God, you've made so many great, smart, winning plays tonight. Why are you doing that thing that is the opposite of all of the other things? You know, or more appropriate for tonight, you've been like a glaring sore thumb in a big negative way tonight. Not as bad as he can, has been in the past, but not good. How is it that you're able to just like completely turn into a different player down the stretch? It's that's what I that's the one of one, right? Because Zach, I, I I don't think feel like Zach was ever like that. It was more, it was more just like Zach matured, you know. Like Randall has gotten better, but in terms of who he is and how he goes about these games and weeks and months and seasons where it's just like roller coasters between games and within games. Like that's, that's the part that's unique to me. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. Let's go on. Uh, Fred Katz with another one. Fred, Fred Katz, you know, maybe try writing some, you know, story. Some, if Lowry gets bought out, Philly is a massive favorite for him. Oh, so, okay, I should apologize. Fred's doing some reporting here. Hometown and a Nick Nurse favorite. Uh, Would be really surprised if he went elsewhere. Okay, so you got some breaking news here on the Knicks Film School uh, postgame show. If Lowry gets bought out, per Fred Katz, aggregators, here we go, get it up there. Philly is a massive favorite for him. You heard it here first. If he does not go to Philly, Blame Fred. Lambaste him. Really, tar and feather him. Because let me tell you, Fred, he, he could use it. He's never been he's never been put through any sort of humiliation before. So I think maybe this if this if this Lowry thing goes awry, maybe that will finally be the thing that Fred he gets a little humiliated by. Finally. It's been too long. Thank you, Fred. Uh, Sam Garcia's dad. I think Leon is going to bring in Brown and and Brogdon. How would you like our playoff chances then? Well, he's not going to do that because he doesn't have the money. <laughs> There's not enough salary to, to go around. Um, so one or the other. One or the other. It's not going to be both of those guys. Uh, but if they got both of them, I, I, I mean, I, I'll take one. I'd be happy with one. Again, I think they could do very well with one. Like they don't need two big time guys like that. They need I think they could use one guy. We'll see. Thanks, Sam Garcia's dad. And that is it. Um almost two hours here on a Tuesday night. We were almost to midnight. Thank you everybody for the uh contributions. Thank you everybody for the thoughtful comments. Um fun win important win. They are all important. They're all important for this Knicks team that is is continues to battle injuries and uh, imperfection and uh, an imperfect roster. Get Keep getting the wins. Don't care who they come against. Just keep getting the wins. Um, and it was a good one tonight. 
Thanks for tuning in. Like the video. Please subscribe to the Knicks Film School YouTube channel, which you are hopefully watching right now. If you're listening on the podcast feed later, five-star review. Don't forget, uh, if you could leave a comment, that'd be great. Uh, don't forget, we got our watch party happening at uh, T2 Square, T2 Social, T Squared Social. I'm just screwing the The place that's right down the block from Grand Central. That is happening, of course, for the Laker game on Saturday night, February 3rd. Reminder, if you're in New York City area, stop by. Doors open for us, for our thing. I mean, doors will already be open, but our thing starts at 630. First 50 people get a free beer. Fuck, come get a beer and, and go on your merry way. I don't care. We just want Knicks fans to show up and have a good time. And uh, anything else? I think that's it. All right. Uh, I'll see you back with more fun and games tomorrow. Later.